When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Jimmy Allen, the six foot six senior preseason All Big Twelve team. Shannon pulls up three, and it's good. 73-70 Illinois. Carter Gilmore around a pick of Seijin, trying to get free. The freshman in the lane, bad pass, stolen by Shannon. Hello, slam dunk. Shannon with the slam. And it brings the State Farm Center crowd to its feet. The sellout, 15,544. Nebraska takes on the Fighting Illini tonight at 6 o'clock. That game in Champaign, always a tough place to play. It's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. He's Damon Benning. I'm Andrew Rogers. We are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. We'll continue talking about this game and the Illinois Fighting Illini right now with Scott Ritchie, Illinois men's basketball and football for the News Gazette. Scott, good morning. Morning, guys. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Hey, Scott. Illinois is heating up at the right time. You know, the Illini have won six of its last seven, which is probably good because I don't know how many more years Brad Underwood could have <laughs> afforded knocking off his life uh, with how frustrating things have been in the early going. So what, what really sparked this turnaround for this team? Well, I think it was Brad Underwood's willingness to wrap everything he was doing offensively and defensively and start over during the season and and I don't know how many coaches might be willing to do that but on offense you know they move from and they still run a little bit of five out but it's they've gone back to his offense you know running it through the high post and defensively uh, moved on from switching everything to basically the defense they ran last year it was Dan Danger and the Kofi Cooper drop coverage and it's worked Um, I mean it took a little bit of time maybe to make that adjustment, but you know the defense in particular has been uh, much better, maybe more consistent, and you know, doing enough offensively you know, to make it work. Yeah, let's stay, I want to stay right there with Dane Danger because I think, listen, I, I get it with Trace Jackson Davis and, and Edie. There are a lot of bigs that folks talk about other than Dane Danger, and it's not necessarily – any one particular eye-popping stat other than maybe his blocks per game. But he seems to be so integral to what Illinois does when they're going well. What are we missing statistically when we talk about the value of Dane Danger? Well, it's interesting because he played nine minutes of college basketball uh, at Baylor before transferring to Illinois. And the coaches spoke highly of him. You know, in the off season, um, that yeah, you know, he could be a big part of what they wanted to do. It, it took some time to get there, but I mean, I think it's just he does a little bit of everything. Like, and he's better defensively than I think uh, maybe you know, anyone expected. 
Um, he's just got those long arms that certainly help him. And I think on the offensive end, he's sometimes gets maybe a little overconfident and tries to move he shouldn't, but he's nimble. He's a good passer. They can run things through him in the high post. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all these little things that sort of add up to him being this key cog where, I mean, I'm not sure anyone outside of Champagne would have anticipated that. You know, speaking of another key cog, it's the same thing with Matthew Mayer. I mean, you look at him and how he started Starting the year. Starting to get it going, maybe. He, he, points just weren't there. Minutes were. Um, and, and they started, you know, limited, but, you know, now it's starting to really accrue. He's starting to play close to 30 minutes a game on most nights. I mean, what about him and his ability to step up for this team? Because for the longest time, it was Terrence Shannon. For the longest time. And then Danger got involved a little bit. But now, but now Maris really started to make his presence known. Well, I think this is the Matthew Meyer that uh, – Illinois was hoping it would get, you know, just, you know, playing a bigger role, you know, maybe more prominent role than he did at Baylor, where it's fairly egalitarian. It was like everyone's just kind of equal. <laughs> it's at a great, Baylor, great, great no, word. There's no true stars. Um, although Keontae George maybe this year is a little bit, but um, it just it took him some time. You know, this season, you know, he didn't get to Champaign until sort of mid-July, so he missed a lot of that summer where he could have, you know, gotten into a rhythm with his new teammates, um, you know, gotten used to Adam Fletcher you know, as a strength and conditioning coach, and you know, a back injury then you know, limited, limited him even more when he got to campus and then through sort of that early fall. So he just wasn't in you know, the best shape, best basketball shape at least. Um, but you know, over the last, I guess it's been what, 10 or 11 games at this point, like I think – He's playing up to the potential that everyone maybe thought he had when they like, went all those, you know, off season. You know, these are the best transfers lists had him, you know, certainly near the top. And no one maybe has more confidence in Matthew Meyer than Matthew Meyer. And like, I think he showed that Saturday in Wisconsin in the second half. He just kind of took over. Yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of your crossover here in a second and get the football. But let me ask you one more thing about the the game tonight, just because it's fresh in my mind because. Um, he killed Nebraska uh, the first time around. I think he went 12-5. and five. He shot over 50% from the floor. Kind of a pogo stick, too, in Coleman Hawkins, who is, is, a, is a good defender. Uh, he's rebounded the basketball well in conference. He kind of gives a nice little wing-stopper presence. How has he been able to kind of evolve and fit in as you're trying to work? you got a bucket getter. you got a guy in the post. you got a shooter. What's Coleman Hawkins for Illinois? He's kind of everything. And I think that's how he fits on this team is he can do basically everything on the court and doesn't have to be, sometimes doesn't try to be, you know, this go-to scorer, although he could be that too. Like he's a good shooter uh, at times needs to be more aggressive and he frustrates the fan base because he doesn't score, but, he does not frustrate Brad Underwood because he does everything else. He rebounds. He's a good passer. He's unselfish. You know, he defends and can defend a lot of positions. I think just he's this sort of, you know, just maybe perfect fit next to you know the other guys that, that he's out there with. Okay, so so we're kind of describing it, right? I talked about the bucket getter. That's Shannon. Danger uh, is is kind of that guy in the post. You you're getting good shooting now from from Maddie. You have Coleman Hawkins. When you look at this team's makeup, 
relative to some other Brad Underwood teams that have maybe underwhelmed in March. Do you like these pieces? Yes. I mean, I think they have the talent and maybe, you know, when you look at the tournament and what's hurt them is, you know, been, you know, trying to both slow down your talented, like bigger guards and wings, and then also maybe just not having, you know, enough of that, but they have those pieces now. I wonder, you know, at the lead guard spot, you know, yeah. it's freshman. Yeah. Um, but Jaden Epps seems to be settling into that, that role more and his playing time has ticked up. Yes, he's kind of asserted himself as that guy. Um, I mean, he's another guy that can you know, go out and you know, get buckets. But the tournament's such a crapshoot. Um, obviously, hasn't gone Illinois' way the last couple of years um, for a variety of reasons. I mean, I think they have the talent to make a run this year, but I don't know. This year in college basketball has just been so wildly outrageous at times that who knows how, how the tournament's going to go. We're talking to Scott Ritchie, Illinois men's basketball and football for the News Gazette. Follow him on Twitter, at SRRitchie. Changing gears quickly here to football. Got about two minutes here, Scott. Um, Illinois bringing back Ward from K-State now. I mean, he was the running backs coach at Illinois for a few years back around 2016 to 2018. And then, you know, he, he's had 20 years coaching experience throughout, but he's coming back over from K-State, a program that was so successful last year. Now he coached wide receivers, coming back to coach running backs. How impactful can he be once again for this Illinois program? I, mean, I think that was an important hire for Brett Bielma. Um, and mostly because Thad Ward is a recruiter, and yeah. he needed a and Bielman needed a strong recruiter um, to well replace Corey Patterson at running backs coach because you know Corey was a really good recruiter. Um, you know Thad obviously has a ton of experience, has experience in Champaign, um, has experience in the state of Illinois, and you know that's been you know a central focus for Brett Bielman since he was hired was you know, recruiting the state of Illinois better. Um, and, you know Thad worked at Western Illinois for six years and then he was at northern for three before his stint um here at illinois so i mean i think it's a it's a good hire it's an interesting one you know that he's coming back on a entirely new you know coaching staff but i mean i think the recruiting piece uh, it was big and then he's gonna you know, the running back room there's you know, a question there because chase brown is gone and he was the guy you know for you know, the better part of two years and you know, someone's gonna have to step up but you know Thad's going to have some some options, you know, to work with there. Scott, Scott, quickly, uh, we saw Harbaugh do it with quarterbacks and transfers early without developing his own. You've got two in Altmaier and Card. Sustainable? I, mean, I don't know if it's sustainable, but I think that's the way it's going to work. I mean, I wonder what the value is in recruiting high, high school quarterbacks anymore. Because mm. there's going to be options in the portal every year. And if you can get a guy with a little experience and bring him in and give him a bigger role, that could be be good. We'll see. Scott, we appreciate Great it. Thanks stuff, so much. Scott. Appreciate you. All right, thanks, guys. Joel Lorenzi up next.